1029 The Hog presents another Bob and Brian podcast. Grab your family, a date, or friends and get yourself reacquainted with the movies today because the big screen is back. Get your tickets today to see Candyman and other great blockbusters at MarcusTheaters.com. There's something for everyone at Marcus Theaters. It's time to get our music news on. Good morning, Gary. Good morning. The the A-team is in the house today. In the house. All right. How we doing? Uh, We're doing all right. We're doing all right. Uh, You know, a busy week as usual. Big news, of course, popped yesterday. Uh, Halftime show for Super Bowl LVI. As we're calling it, we're gonna, it's going to be a fly Super Bowl this year. Dr. Dre, Eminem, Mary J. Blige, Snoop Dogg, and Kendrick Lamar will be performing at the halftime show February 13th, SoFi Stadium in Los Angeles, uh, returning to Los Angeles for the first time in a long time. And this is a pretty formidable bill. It's In a lot of ways, you know, yes, Ken, Kendrick Lamar is the youngster of the bunch, but this is very much, you know, we had classic rock for so many of those years. Now we're going to have classic rap uh, in the form here, and a lot of people are thinking this may be a harbinger that Dr. Dre is finally going to release his next album. I mean, that's been 30 years of a wait for that since The Chronic 2. So, uh, you know, I, I think it's it, it has the chance to be a very dynamic a halftime show, you know, I think the sense it's going to give the censor some palpitations. <laughs> uh, Probably. You know, not so much for a Janet Jackson uh, type of moment, but, you know, these, More are, language. Rap- these are rappers. Yeah. and uh, Yeah, if they're going to be freestyling, something could drop uh, that needs a quick button. But they'll, they'll be on a delay. So it's exciting. I mean, this is the, you know, this is really the first show, of, you know, first halftime show dedicated completely to hip-hop. We've had rappers as part of the show before, but this is, you know, this is really, you know, the first of the halftime shows to really, you know, give it all up to rap. Yeah, I, it, I'm a lot more excited about this one than I was about the weekend. So oh, I think a lot of know. people are just because even even among adults, uh, even among, you know, rock fans, you know, names like Dre and Eminem and, and Mary J. Blige, you know, do resonate. Snoop Dogg, of course, is everybody's favorite cousin I mean, he's some people's <laughs> uncle by now but but you know snoop snoop in particular has just crossed over into that realm of entertainer oh yeah i mean the, the guy does you know if you took a shot for every you know a liquor shot for every corona ad <laughs> you you saw especially during sports season i mean you wouldn't make the second quarter right and he's hanging out with martha stewart and, oh yeah you know yeah no he has made he has really made that crossover and uh into a lovable <laughs> Lovable pop culture figure. So, yeah, excited about that one. All right. And- um, so if you're in a city where the Rolling Stones are going to be playing this fall, and it's the night before the show and you're at a bar, pay attention to your surroundings. Wednesday night, Mick Jagger took himself out uh, to a small bar, the Thirsty Beaver Saloon. We won't say any more about that name than what I just said. And <laughs> no need. Enjoyed a beer, posted something on social media, and left, and nobody in the bar recognized him, including the people sitting, you know, who were at the table next to him. And he, uh, and they had floor tickets for the show last night. Did, did he have and a mask on? He or? didn't have a didn't have a mask on. He was wearing a baseball cap, and you know, he he was very low key. But although he did go to the bar, and I guess the bartender who was apparently young, you know, twenty something. You know, is taking is taking some good good kidding for not having recognized her customer, 
Um, but he had apparently had one beer that they're saying was either a you know a Miller Lite or a Mick Ultra or something. Well, that would be and appropriate, the Mick Ultra. Yeah, Mick, a Mick, you know, without, <laughs> without a doubt. But yeah, so I don't I don't know what the camp thinks about this. I mean, supposedly a week ago we had a Zoom conference with the production manager who swore up and down how tight the bubble was. You know, and here Mick goes trotting out to the bar. Right. So yeah. I, you I, know, would... I don't know how that goes down. You know, they are doing they are doing things to drum up publicity for this tour. There are, there are reports out there that the tickets tickets are not sold out. Everywhere. Really? Yeah. Well, you know, listen, they had to postpone it for a year. Some people needed their money back. And now we're at a time where people aren't entirely sure they want to go to shows with 30, 40, 50,000 other people. Mm-hmm. You know? So, you know, they, you know, it, it serves to fit that maybe, yeah, they, a lot of week of show decisions are being made, you know, more than weeks or months in advance. Um, so, you know, they're trying to do stuff. Mick was on, he was with Howard Stern, and, you know, they put out, we talked about it last week, they put out through their publicity company a Q&A uh, with uh, Keith Ronnie and Mick. So, they're you know, working they're, it a little they're, bit. They're doing what they can. I, I wasn't even considering COVID issues bubble for him going out. Even security just... Well, yeah, going they, out on know, the town by himself. Well, it's funny they're saying by themselves, but first of all, somebody took the picture, yeah. and you know, much like you can bet that he wasn't alone, and that some form of security wasn't far away. Okay, um, I'm sure. Go figure. So we have spent a lot of time talking about Britney Spears. Yeah. This year and in recent weeks, some you know, to the consternation of some of our you know. <laughs> Harder rocking fans, but hey, it's a news story out yeah, there. Yeah, we're staying up on it. Kerry actually just had an update for us. Yeah, too, yeah. So. so you know, bigger news this you know this week that uh, you know the judge did suspend uh, Jamie Spears as conservator. You know, the job's going to be taken over uh, through the rest of the year by a CPA that that Britney's attorney uh, lined up. Guy has a national rep. But what's interesting and isn't being spoken about as much is. A suspension, it's important, an important distinction between a suspension and just being released as the conservator. Because he's suspended, that allows the court and, and Brittany's attorneys to investigate Jamie Spears' conduct as conservator. Ah, okay. So, so they're going after him for money now, right? right? The, attorney, the attorney has said that he felt like you know his conduct was reprehensible, including since we last spoke, the revelation that he had her under surveillance throughout the conservatorship. Mm, that's not going to um, play well for him. No, it's not playing well at all. And so, you know, this is, like I say, because he's suspended, they can investigate him more than they would they could have if he was, there would, would have been more hoops to jump through if he were just dismissed. Mm-hmm. It would be like starting a new case, whereas now he's still part of this. And they can just dive into all the books. Yeah, so it'll be interesting to see what is, you know, what is discovered. Yeah, uh, through all this, uh, we did mention COVID. You know, in relation to Mick Jagger, it you know it does continue to wreak some havoc on the touring world. Foreigner just had to come off the road when they had a case of COVID in their camp. The Zach Brown band had to come off the road because Zach was tested positive for COVID. Uh, Post Malone has canceled what was supposed to be his third Postie Fest in November. Because of COVID concerns, Dream Theater is pushing its tour back, what was going to be a fall tour. They're pushing it back to 2022 
because of you know COVID concerns. They want to be able to to go out and not have to worry about it. You know, in some cases, not incur the extra expenses and other things that come with COVID. We mentioned last week. You know, or no, we didn't. You know, but when we spoke with the Rolling Stones tour director, you know, they're out there with two doctors. I mean, they're the Rolling Stones. You know, they're you know, it's kind of like taking you know, King, King Tut's tomb out there in some ways with, with those guys' ages. So, you, you know, yeah. you need the doctors. But, no, they're set up, you know, they're set up with some very strict and extreme, you know, COVID measures. I spoke with Paul Stanley uh, from KISS yesterday. And, you know, after he and Gene had COVID, he said, yeah, they, they are doubling down a little and being even more careful than they were. You know, Paul was saying that they – you know that they had they were pretty tight before but now are being even tighter yeah okay. so, uh, there's some other news about kiss by the way so november 19th we're going to get a box set super deluxe set of the destroyer album tons of demos yes uh 1976 concert from paris it's actually pretty good i got uh, an advanced digital copy and was listening especially to some of the demos of the songs that weren't included and you could tell you know how they really upped their game with Destroyer, we'll talk more about that this was, in November. But that was my first album I ever owned. Was it? Yeah, yeah. that's not a not a bad one to own. I but, talked you to know. my grandma into buying it for me, and she thought I just wanted it for the picture on the cover. A cover, yeah. She didn't <laughs> mind the you know the guy with the giant tongue. No, no. Oh, that's great. Just... They, there's that, and then they they have updated us on the film. They shouted out loud biopic. Uh, they're hoping hoping to get casting going and have announcements and start shooting before the end of the year. It's going to, you know, unlike this, they, the biography history on A&E, they, you know, this is just, which was career spanning, this is just going to be the first four years of KISS, right up through the KISS Alive album. Okay. So, which is fine. I yeah, mean, that'd you know, be cool. That's get, the part I want to see. Yeah, I could get, if you take off too, if you take off too big a bite in these biopics, you can just, you know, not really tell anyone a story right. they want. Right, yep. Um, not staying off the road, however, is Bob Dylan, who's going to do a 22-day North American fall tour, uh, you know, coming up, and it will be starting in, guess where? Right here. Milwaukee, Wisconsin, uh, Riverside Riverside Theater, Mm -hmm. yes, November 2nd. How is that going to be? Talk talk me into going to a Bob Dylan concert these days, Here's the thing with Bob Dylan. It's buyer beware, but it's going to be fascinating. And I don't mean, and I'm not saying that in a pejorative way. He's you've got to view Dylan like a jazz musician these days. He's gonna get up there and play the songs the way he's feeling them. And yeah, that does play better to the bigger fans, the people who have a deeper knowledge about Bob Dylan are gonna be like, Whoa, you mean you're doing that with Tangled Up in Blue or something like that. Mm-hmm. I've loved going to his shows and seeing what he's doing. The other reason to go if you've never seen him before is you know, dude's in his eighties. You know, he you if it's if you want to see these people, well, you can still see them. Go see them, no matter what they're going to sound like. Right. You know, very well could be the last time through. You know, always. Mm-hmm. You know, with with these guys, always. So you just kind of you know, you know, suck it up and go, and maybe you maybe you'll enjoy it even. Sure. All right. Uh, you Red, sold me. Speaking of good. Uh, speaking of going back on the road, Red Hot Chili Peppers have announced June. 2022 will be the start of what they're saying is a stadium tour. Uh, be their first tour since 2019. Uh, no, no dates, no 
you know, no locations, no cities, nothing like that. Just the intent to go out. Uh, they are working on new music, and so we'll probably have a new record to promote then. All right, cool. Uh, Spencer Eden, Eldon, excuse me, Spencer Eldon. Uh, this is the now adult person who was a baby and was the baby featured on Nirvana's Nevermind album. Mm-hmm. As part, he is currently suing the band yep. to take his image off, claiming that you know it was child exploitation. Uh, the suit itself has been viewed as frivolous by almost anybody in the legal community who has who has commented on it. But now he's doubling down a little bit. There's a 30th anniversary edition of the Nevermind album coming out in November, and he's formally asked the record company to excise his picture from the cover. That's uh, a reasonable gonna... exp- request, I think, don't you? Uh, no. No, no, not at this you point. No, he, he's he's claiming that his parents didn't dot the I's and cross the T's okay. in allowing him to do it, and it's caused him great duress. But he's adult, posed for it as an adult, life. like the same picture well, and, they, right, and stuff and he like did that. that. So you know, there his suit isn't going to go, and this this request is not going to go either. And just the way it is. Yeah. All right. Well, listen. All right. We got got a lot in there. So great being with you. Yes, Gary, you you covered don't it tell, all this don't tell the other guy, Don't tell the other guys I said that. They being with you. <laughs> they're out of town. So yeah, no yeah they're, not, they're not paying attention. No. They'll be all back right. next week, though, ready to rock. There you go. All right, you have a great weekend. All right, Gary, get out of here. Oh, thank you. Thanks a lot. Bye-bye. Take care.